You're listening to the two dumb users. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome back to the Two Dumb Yinzas. This is episode 278. We are back with a brand new week. Uh, this weekend was uh, slightly eventful, I'd have to say. Got a lot of a things to bit. talk about today. How are you fellas doing this morning? Oh, I'm living the dream today. Today's a great day. It's a beautiful day. We're, we're flirting with 70 degrees today. Tomorrow, it's going to be in the mid to high 70s here in western Pennsylvania. Uh, it's starting to get nice, guys. It's going to be accompanied by a lot of rain, but you know what? We'll take it at this point. I'll take some 70-degree weather. I don't even know what to do with myself in 70-degree weather. Do we put shorts on? You don't put shorts on. No? No, you will be blinding us. <laughs> How are you doing this morning, Derby? I'm doing well, fellas. I'm doing well. Good. you have a nice weekend, man? Despite uh, Florida Atlanta getting upset. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That was... um. That was a bummer. We will get into that momentarily here. Uh, but it is the Masters week, too. No one cares about Masters. <laughs> no, yes, I, they do, Mike. You know the thing I don't care about anymore? I don't care about April Fool's Day. And I used to love April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day was my holiday. And this April Fool's Day is even worse than others in the sense that um, just for what we do. Did you see the, sorry, did you see the Caleb Love uh, prank? No. Uh, well, so, I did. I, I did so see. What did I see? He responded to it. Basically, someone um put him in like, like photoshopped him in a Duke uniform, and tweeted <laughs> out saying that he was transferring to Duke. That's what they all these April Fools' jokes were <laughs> over the weekend. And, and you know, you get up on Saturday. I seen that JJ Watt was unretiring and coming to the Steelers. I seen <laughs> that Cam Hayward was retiring. I seen that they were renaming Heinz Field again. Uh, I seen that Brawny James was going to Penn State to play basketball. And I saw that Snoop Dogg got signed to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I did see that one too. Now the one with Snoop Dogg, I mean, right off the cut, I knew. Was good though. Well, I knew it was fake because you know we 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 cut Super Bowl MVP Santonio Holmes for yeah. smoking a little bit of weed. And then we cut LeGarrette Blunt for smoking a little bit of weed. So I mean, right off the top, I'm thinking, all right, what kind of what kind of shit is this that people are trying to pull with um, with Snoop Dogg? Yeah, I'll, I'll be it was funny, and everybody knows that uh, the Steelers are Snoop's team, and it was you know mildly entertaining. But it just got to the point where it just went on all day. And the, and the you know, at one point they had Aaron yeah. Rodgers in a Bears uniform, and then they had Lamar Jackson. I, it was just one thing after another after another. And it kind of got annoying. I like I said, I generally like this day. I um, I loved it. I loved it. I'm gonna be that guy. I loved a, it. That's because you're a jackass. Well, yeah, I thought it was great watching all these people freaking out about everything, and oh my god, oh my god, this like, oh, come on, guys, you got to keep reading, keep reading. You know, I got, I got something like came across my feed on Twitter. I was like, oh, is that true? And I'm like, oh, wait a sec. I mean, who has it took time me a minute. I had to read the day. Shit. I forgot what day it was, and it was like once I got the day, I, I once I remembered it was the first, Ooh. I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. A lot of people like myself, I mean, you go kind of 
just skim down your, your, your newsfeed. You don't really go into each and every post and story. I mean, who has time to do that? But like I'd said, after a while, it eventually became very obvious and very ridiculous. And, you know, nobody believed that J.J. Um, Watt was coming to play for the Steelers. And, uh, you know, Snoop Dogg wasn't going to come play for the Steelers. And, you know, bringing in a 58-year-old pothead would, wouldn't be an ideal situation, you wouldn't think, for a team looking to move forward. But with that being said, everybody, it was not a bad weekend. Uh, Mike, did you make it down to the pickleball slam yesterday in Pittsburgh? Ah, oh, that's all I got to say about pickleball. <laughs> well, I believe I believe it was Picklesburg this whole weekend. It was the, the Picklesburg celebration. And as a matter of fact, it is, I, I believe they said it's the biggest, the biggest uh, food celebration in all the cities, apparently, this Picklesburg. It's, it's a big thing. I don't get it. I don't know why Pittsburgh picks the food that they pick for it to be their food, like the pickle, mm. and then the coleslaw for the, you know, the sandwiches. I, I don't know where they get these things. I mean, coleslaw is, is is very undesirable for a lot of people, and even pickles. Pickles is a, a love it or hate it kind of food. I just I just don't know why Pittsburgh lands these foods all the time to be their their food of choice. I, I don't get it. I, I hate pickles. Pickles are disgusting. The only time pickles are good is when they're made into relish. So Herb, you like pickles? Chips. You like pickle chips? You like the dill chips? Uh, yeah. Do you? Oh. See, I, I used to be like Mike. I used to be like, oh, but you know what? After I, I after I don't know a while, I kind of gave them a chance. And then after you eat them a while, they they they're not that bad. You just I don't know. You kind of just got to keep shoving them in your mouth. But uh, mm. they're gross. Um, you know what though? I I want to say this right off the top of the show. Of course, everybody knows that LSU beat Iowa yesterday in the oh, women's yeah women's baby Final Four championship. Um, big story going in the game, of course, was Caitlin Clark. Totally loved the bias to LSU down the stretch. The uh, Angel Reese, you know, the big storylines here. And I just want to say this. If anybody turned this, what happened at the end of the game yesterday, I think everybody knows what I'm talking about, into a race thing. Yeah, I, I know what You're that a is. fucking idiot. You're yeah. a fucking idiot. If any way, shape, or form you turn this into a race thing, from either side of the fence, I don't care who you are, if you turn that whole situation into a race, anything, go get a fucking life. I mean, seriously. I guess I got to go get a life because. Please do. Caitlin Clark because... did it. She's competitive. <laughs> yes. She's I, I don't care. This I, is yeah, what I'm women's a... sports needs it. LSU does it. She's trash. See, I, I, she's see, I don't know who you follow because you, she's you, you, you ratchet. Get odd opinions on things, and I don't even know who you follow because it doesn't even make sense sometimes. Because you Caitlin know, Clark did it. No, Caitlin Clark did it. Did it? People were. Oh my god! This is what this is what the sports needs. She does it. <laughs> Who's the classless. people? Please, 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 <laughs> please, for once, tell me who these people are. Go please don't tell me it's Mark read, Madden because read, I, I'm just, Iowa, oh, I didn't say Mark Madden. Madden because read, read, Mark through, just go fuck. through Twitter. Go through Twitter. She does it. People are, for three days. She's dude. been. Everyone's been talking up Caitlin Clark. Oh, she's so competitive. She's so fiery. <laughs> Caitlin Reese does it. Kate, so you he, find this to be? You find it racial? Thought, you you turn this into the, a racial issue? Is what you're saying? The, yeah, the, uh, the people who are saying that she is classless. These are the people yes. I'm talking to. Yeah, those yeah. are the ones 
who are so instead of jumping on me racism. why don't you list what i'm saying for once and and, and bear with me here because uh, i I'm thought you were saying like people who were pointing out that the people who were doing it were being racist need to go like both sides both sides are being idiots no both listen. sides are not i agree yes both they are, are both sides are yes they no. very much are no well now, people both sides are being racist dude no yeah, because the people that I see on Twitter are being fucking racist on both sides. Now, listen, could you let me finish a fucking sentence for once? Fuck. Uh, no. So, Caitlin Clark apparently does uh, a, a ring gesture two games ago. <clears throat> I didn't even think twice of it. Apparently, people did. They said this is what the sport needs. Blah, 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 blah. Don't give two fucks. So, we come to can this I game yesterday with LSU. Basketball? And as LSU is winning this game uh, pretty handily, I think they won by 17 points, 102 to 85. Angel Reese turns to Caitlin Clark and does the ring thing, mm -hmm. which I, again, I see nothing wrong with it. You know what? To be honest, I don't give two fucks because I've seen this a million times in sports. Yeah. If anybody's into sports, they figure think this is racist. They're a fucking moron. Uh -huh. So they do this and she does this and, and people's going crazy. Apparently, some people think it's okay for one person. Apparently, some people don't think, think it's okay for don't think it's okay. What I say is this: they're fucking morons. Who cares? Who gives two fucks? She did a ring fucking gesture. The other girl did a fucking ring gesture. They're going for a ring. What's the problem? And for people to sit there and go, what's well, okay for the no and fuck, it's you, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you because it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Who cares? They're making way more out of something it needs to be. One girl did it. The other girl did it. Okay, let's move all their lives. What's the problem here? The people that made this a race issue are fucking idiots. Yeah, and yeah. Where am they, I wrong? They no, you're not wrong. They made it a race issue when there was no race, and you know it was literally it's a two competitors. I literally see nothing racial all, about one, one any of this. Yeah. And for well, this to be a race, it, they, people argument is a fucking. It's, it's who, ridiculous. People, People had like the people who were complaining about LSU doing it or had no problem when Caitlin Clark did it. But the minute LSU does it, it's <laughs> class. Nobody knew who Caitlin Clark was two weeks ago. That's my problem. Yeah, Nobody knows she, who, who yeah but, they, but they was. had no, but they were loving it when she was putting up 40 points, going like this, looking at people, going, I'm not guarding you. You're nothing. You're trash. But when LSU does it's, it, all of a sports. sudden, all it's of a sudden, it becomes a problem. If anybody has it becomes this argument, a problem. They never obviously played sports because yeah, you, you, but, you, but you know when you know you know when you have two players who look two totally different, I wonder what the problem is. That's, you know, that's I mean, ridiculous. what the problem You're, is? That's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous no. argument. No, people are <laughs> saying is. one is classless, one is a fiery competitor. They're, they're both fine. The people that are making they, these they opinions are classless. Fine, these are classless people, people making these opinions. Exactly, they're the classless ones. These are just two competitors. You know. People were talking shit all tournament long. And guess what? When you lose, people are going to do the same things that you were doing to other people to you. And both players took it in stride. Everyone Did took it Caitlin in stride. Caitlin Clark, let me ask anybody she this. took it in stride. Did Caitlin Clark have a problem with what happened yesterday? No, she didn't. No. That's it. That's the, that's End right of story. End is. of story. That's yeah. all that matters. Move on with your life, people. That, if she would have had is. a problem, if she would have had a response, if she would have said something in any way that was that yeah. was conflicting with what happened, then it's an issue. The mm -hmm. fact that both sides, both sides, it's not both, both sides. Oh, it was one side I, coming please, out here saying whatever you're whatever cockeyed news you're reading, please stick with it because I'm reading on both sides of the argument. Both sides have a problem, apparently. People have a problem with her doing it. These people have a problem with her doing it. 
It's it's irrelevant. See, what, I, what I'm seeing is, it's is idiotic. people had it is no a, problem with Caitlin Clark doing it. And people, people you're, coming out on the right, right in your head. She like, did you it, like to and say, it's classless. And people going, no, you're head. being racist. It has a That's lamp over is. by the window. It has a couch over by the fucking door. Red free in your head. Move the fuck on. This is a stupid, stupid, stupid thing for people to be fucking arguing about. You know, when you got the president of Barstool Sports going, you know, I don't, I calling don't one of them classless and the others being competitive. Sounds like school shit. You know. With, with his known racist background, of course, his opinion is coming from a racist background. I know nothing about the guy. I just know that it sounds like to- duty when you say stool. So fuck him. If he has anything <laughs> racist to say, fuck him and fuck anybody else because it's not racist. It's two fucking athletes who are competitive. One person did it. The other person did it. And if anybody brings race, you're a fucking idiot. It's idiotic. It doesn't need to be brought into the situation. It wasn't brought into the situation by the players, by the television, by ESPN, by anybody besides the cowards on social media who That's do what nothing but too. sit on the other side of their keyboard and just put cowardice things up day after day after day to get people going. Fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. It's irrelevant. It means nothing. Get a fucking life. Right. It literally is. I mean, it's, it's women's basketball. What are we women's basketball, about? which was like one of the, it was, you know, more popular than the men's tournament right now, Derpy. Okay. People were more clamoring about Caitlin Clark than the fi- men's final four. So it's not just That's women's the basketball. Big team names aren't in there. No. Well, yeah. Caitlin Clark became a big name in this tournament. So more people were watching it. More people were con- Who gives a shit? Yeah. More people were concerned about women's basketball than, than the men's final four, Derpy. That's why this became a huge story. Can't just say, oh, the it's only just story women's basketball. that That's I'm ever going to remember about Caitlin Clark is <laughs> she came out of nowhere upset uh the south south carolina gamecocks she put up 40 points she put up 40 points in multiple games and she wasn't able to get it done she lost yeah, the she, she that's lost the, the only news that yep. is the only news if you bring anything about race in this you're a fuck no but yeah certain a segment of society did because they didn't like that the black player was doing what the white player did and they showed their true colors but you're only bringing out one side calling, of the story again. People, you're only telling that, that, one side that, of the story, there, which again is not, it's them, not right there either. There is Mike. no story. There is no other side of the story. Without them there is saying, another oh, side of the story. she did this, so therefore, you know, it's classless. But we had I don't know who you read. I, I wish you would send me copy over what you read because I, I don't, when you, when you say this stuff, I literally scroll Twitter. People like, I've been like scrolling Michelle for two Devoy fucking days straight. Two straight days. platform. Two straight days. Who has a huge platform calling her classless. since the game yesterday. Just go and through I'm scroll Twitter. Both sides being totally fucking idiotic. Tell me how. Tell me how the other side calling out racist is being idiotic. I'll because wait. they're being just as racist as what's going on. Well, what for pointing out people's racism? You're being racist. How the fuck is pointing out racism being racist? They're not pointing Explain. out being racist. The, the racist shit that I'm reading is racist. Yeah, the racist shit that's being racist, and then the other side is calling out the racist shit. How is that being racist? No, see, you, that being you have a cockeyed way of seeing shit, how, man, sometimes. How is, how is calling out bigotry just as bad as being a bigot? I'll wait. Because they're being bigots in return or being bigots in the four, and it's going back and forth, and it's unnecessary. Neither side needs to do this. Neither side needs to do it. Neither side. How about Shut don't the fuck be up racist. and move on? How Nobody cares. How about don't be racist? Nobody cares about your fucking race, your racist problems. Nobody like, cares. You know, I guarantee you, if LSU was white and they did it, no one people would be like, "Oh my God!" No, no, that's speculation for one. So yeah, you can't say that. But you, we can only go by what we see, and what I see, Mike, is both sides being assholes toward what one I another right is, now. What I see is totally racist being called out, being for their racism. I'm sorry. What I see is racist people being racist, and then people who oh, don't yeah, like you that read calling Warstool, them out. Sports shit, 
sports and shit like that. So I, that doesn't surprise me. It just but, showed uh, up on my new feed ever since. The I mean, you have these racist things on your feed. That's what you're going to see. Yeah. yeah, because that's what your Twitter promotes. There you go. Follow the racist shit. You're going to see the racist shit. I, uh, but I this game here was a good game. The one up. thing that gets me about this game, the coach now, is she the, the she coach for LSU? The she <laughs> I like is the real story, story. Because she dresses like a clown. And I don't know if she does this all the time. If she, she does is this the real story. Season. If she does this, or, or if this was just something she was doing for the big stage, no. but, but the woman she comes out, um, and you know, two games ago she had the all pink on, almost like the Berg Blondes uh, pink yeah. outfit, like you recall. Yeah, I remember that one. And then yeah. yesterday she has, she, she looks like a clown. And you know what? That really drew me to her. I, I like that. I don't know. There was something about her that I liked. It was that outside the box. I, I dig. Um, also, but she was she was the worst. Like she ran out onto the court ran into the official that should have been a technical she should have been teed up they give caitlin clark a tee for just tossing the ball behind her softly that was a tee but the coach running out onto the floor multiple times running into the official was like racist. i said that, by that is just was it ridiculous. racist was it racist mike no they were all white people involved that's what i'm saying i mean geez oh man somebody had to be racist if it was all white people oh right my god that's what I'm getting here. It's like talking to a brick wall. Of course it is. Um, and then also, a lot of people were interested about Caitlin Clark, what's going to go on with her moving forward. Now, she's not eligible. <laughs> I don't know if she's eligible or she's not eligible or what's going on, but you have to, they, they, they like you to be 22 years old, apparently, to join the WNBA. Stupid. Which is stupid, obviously. Um, you know, th- this girl, she, she, I, again, I've only known about her for about three games. I don't know much about her. She could have the worst season in the world for all I know. I don't know. Nobody knows her. Everybody is a, is a Caitlin Clark expert this morning, but nobody really knows about this girl. I would like to see her in the NBA because I'd like to see everybody succeed. And it seems like she's a pretty good talent, whether she's worth it, whether she is, I, I don't know, but that is the reason why she will not be in the NBA in this upcoming season. WNBA. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, and you know, she, because she's not 22 years old, what's that, Derps? There's an absolute difference, okay? There's an af- af- absolute difference. I know, I'm sorry. Two. I have to be, I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, Mike has got us on uh, on her thumb here. I don't got us on her thumb at all. I'm just saying, how did I do? But that, that, that was, that people. was the big excitement, apparently. <laughs> There's so many things that happened over this weekend involving sports. And yet this is what people decide to talk about. That speaks volumes on both sides. No, it does not. It's, it's yes, it does. If this side. is bothering you or this is something, to, something to you, apparently it is. It didn't bother me what they did. What bothered me was the people. No, but it doesn't bother, bother anybody with what girl they girl did because it's, it happened girl. a million times in sports and you see it all the time. And if you have an issue, yeah. then you're the fucking problem. Yeah. The people who had the problem only had a problem when those certain player did it okay you again you got all they the did. right information nobody yeah, else has I do. the right information and we don't read the, the twitter and you do yeah. okay well, I, I get that okay yeah. i get that yeah. we know we you know it all we're the brick fucking wall here i do i do know i'm not only i'm not only these people big, are sexy, fucking I'm idiots brain. i'm not calling anybody a racist either i'm just calling these people fucking idiots well, idiots, racist. It's like no, it's Venn not diagram. the same thing. You could be an idiot and not be a racist. You could say true, things that, true. that are against race that, that aren't racist just because you say it doesn't make you a racist. Well, when one looks one way, one looks the other. One's like, maybe it was one, because one, people, one, per, one person doesn't like LSU. Maybe maybe that's the case. Why does it have to? Why, why does people just assume because well, she was a black well, the, girl? It's that's the sort of the black girl bullshit. was classless and ratchet. The white well, girl was fiery and competitive and raised right. And who says I please, please point me to these people because I'd like just to read go that on Twitter. And read I'm like, everything. I'm on Twitter constantly. You're a fucking wall. You're not listening to me. Damn you. 
<laughs> but though we do, we do have very important things to talk about, everybody, because yesterday and Saturday brought something that was very entertaining, which I felt it was great, one may say. Epic. I know Derpy will not enjoy this segment. But Wrestle 39, wrestling, WrestleMania 39 was amazing. It was amazing. It started two nights ago on Saturday. WrestleMania got so big that it's now two nights. The first hour is like six hours. The first night's like six hours. The second night's like five hours. <laughs> and it's amazing. It's great. It's amazing. You know, so when nobody said you... anything about during WrestleMania, was anything about race. I'm glad of that. That's why Cody Rhodes lost. No. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why Cody Rhodes lost. Because <laughs> he wasn't some he yeah, wasn't he part was of the Samoan greatest Samoan guy, family in wrestling history. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah best on. part was uh, the first night. What did you like? What did you like, Derby? What, what did was you your like, favorite Derby? part? Let's, let's hear McAfee how you're wrong. fighting the Miz. You know what that was? That was cool. not the highlight. It was, it, it was a good part. It was, it was good. good. It was a nice little filler, a palate cleanser from the women's. Uh, title match to the to the main event. It was a nice palate cleanse. Uh, the, the the weekend started off with Austin Theory, John Cena. Austin Theory wins this match. John Cena. Not many people of our generation really gives a crap, and I, I don't F know where, where he really stands. I mean, there is a generation of people that love oh, him, oh, yeah. as we loved our Hulk Hogan and our Rock and our Stone Cold mm -hmm. and everybody leading up through our lives. But there's a whole generation of people that like John Cena. He did. He lost. He lost to Austin Theory. And that's he, my man looked pale as a ghost, and he was going bald. He's like a combination. What do you have against you. white people anyway? <laughs> Not against pale people, transparent people like you. Chris but this Mullins John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> Here he is. Card uh, the the first match, the first yeah. match of the whole WrestleMania, and then he loses. Yeah. You know what? What, hey. what came of his career? Hey, you know he's you know returning the favor for like the people that put him over. Now he's coming back and helping to put people over. Now that's and what you do. You re, you return the favor at this point in your career. I can't know? see the Rock coming back, getting thrown into the first match of WrestleMania, and losing. It's because Rock can't put aside his ego. Or anybody he's like great. him and Hulk Hogan. They can't put aside their ego, but you know, <laughs> that's why they're the the greatest. That's why. That's why some people say Cena might be the greatest because <laughs> he doesn't have. A, he has no problem. People that came out of our nutsacks. Ain't nobody from our generation <laughs> think that right? guy's the greatest. Come on, you know, man. Hey, but hey, different strokes for different folks. But you know, it, it is what it is. That that first match, it was just a nice little opener. Get Austin Theory over. You know, nice little send off for Cena. Uh, you have a feeling though, Cena will be back. He'll, he'll be back for one good run. You know, have his. I nice... don't know, Willie. He don't even lie. <laughs> I know he's more into like doing his outside stuff, but he still, you know, he still has a. People popped when he came out, you know. I, I just find it upsetting that they had the Make a Wish kids out there and they had John Cena lose. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. I like the girls. I, yeah, I'll get into this in a minute. Yeah, okay. you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> Let's just. I'm just gonna kind of get down down the yeah. list here. Uh, the Street Profits defeated Ricochet, Strowman, um, the Alpha Academy Viking Raiders, which the Vikings Raiders is a is an odd tag team yeah. nickname for me. That, that's something that would have been huge in the 80s when they yeah. had all the gimmicks with the box of gimmicks. They would be Steeler huge. Ravens. <laughs> Raider Vikings. Come on. See that that match I, I I didn't watch. I was I was I thought that was might have been in the worst match of the uh Logan Paul comes down in um Shawn Michaels fashion down a zip line yes. to take on Seth Rollins. This was a banger of a match, man. 
I'm still trying to understand the DePauls, but you know what? Apparently people like them. People like them a lot. It was a banger match. Seth Rollins wins this one, Mike and Derpy. Rollins beats Logan Paul. It was cool. Like, uh, it had the dude dressed up in the prime logo. Turns out it was his boy. Yeah. He interfered, said, you know, he was going to do the, the frog splash on him. Seth Rollins pulls him through. Spanish announce table gets broken for like the first time of that 20 times during yes. WrestleMania. I, I love that Spanish announce table. It's the greatest table ever. I, I had a uh, Mike and I did get to watch night two yes. um, at the same place at the same facility. However, the first night, the gentleman I was watching the game with, I'm ro- watching WrestleMania with, he, uh, he, he kept me up to date here on the Logan Paul Rollins. I didn't necessarily watch this match. It was From what really I seen, good. it was pretty good. And, you know, like he had said, he said that, uh, you know, a lot of people dig these Pauls. So again, I'm, 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 I'm keeping tuned in on them. I'm still trying to figure out what everybody loves. They're good entertainers. And you know they what? Are. They're regular guys. So for guys to be able to be catapulted into that kind of limelight oh, yeah. out of out of nothing, basically, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, I'm not a big fan of him, but like when when he's in the ring, he's entertaining. Entertaining, yeah. he God, just you, you can't deny the athleticism that he has. The next match, Lita, Becky Lynch, and Trish Stratus against Damage Control, who is Bailey and two chicks. I don't even know. Dakota and EO Sky. Dakota and EO Sky. Uh, what I found the most intriguing about this matchup was Lita's knees were able to continue the whole way through the match. Oh, I felt girlfriend, man. I feel your knee pain, girl, Lita. Trish looks exactly the same. She hasn't aged. She hasn't aged a day. Like Lita looks like she got like her like she not like she looked like she got thicker, but not like in a yeah. She's way. a little bit frumpier. She, she's a little on the frumpy side now. Yeah, well, what you'd expect would happen to, to somebody when you get that old. Yeah. And, and she, women, and who knows? I don't know if she had kids or whatever, but that, yeah. that takes a toll on your body. Yeah. And you, like, like you said, her knees, she could barely run across the ring. Yeah, it was hard yeah. to watch. It was nice to see her. It was nice to see her, you know, just, just the character, yeah. her doing the things that she used to do. But for her, it was um, sometimes yeah. difficult to watch because you could tell her legs bothered yeah. her big time. Trish, she looks the exact same. Not, not, not a day. Not a day has passed in her life. It doesn't seem plastic like. Plastic don't age. Yeah. Becky Lynch, She's and then badass. Uh, and Bailey, you know, working with the two uh, two younger women. The EO Sky was f- flying around like, like a crazy woman. That was fun to watch. Another, ma- uh, do you like? Do you like? Who do you do you like? Um, Trish Stratus Derpy. I think Derpy fell asleep on this segment. I know I'm gonna not- be real. I don't even know who that is. All right. <laughs> Just eat your celery stick. Just get the F out. Yeah, I'm just going to eat my celery. Yep. (laughs) The next match, though, Dom and uh, Rey Mysterio. This was a really good match. This match uh, started off amazing. Dom got escorted to the ring by uh, by correctional officers. That was the best. It was it was pretty pretty cool. Um, Ray comes out, of course, with Snoop Doggy Dog and a low rider. Tribute to to uh, some nothing but a G thing. I loved it. Yeah, tribute to uh, Eddie Guerrero. And also, the wife, the sister, all these oh, people, everybody was involved. That uh, was great. Oh, yes. When, when Ray takes his belt off, <laughs> everyone realized what he was doing. The big yeah. pop that came from that, and he spanked his ass in the middle of the ring. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If we, we don't know. If, I don't know if you watch this derby, but there was one point in the middle of the ring. Of course, Ray and Don Mysterio, or father and son. And at one point during the match, Rey Mysterio took his belt off and started beating uh, Dominic's ass with the belt. That was entertaining. That was great. The simple little things like that, people were just going crazy over it. Now, that's yes. great. The uh, the next match, now, this was a surprise match. 
No, I'm, I'm lying. The next match was actually my favorite match. A lot of people love this match. Ray Ripley and Charlotte Flair, I thought was amazing. They I... really, they really, they really put on a good show. Mm-hmm. It was, it was um, intense the whole time. Yeah, I like Charlotte Flair though. There was no fluff. These two women just went out there and wrestled their asses off and put on one amazing match. Uh, when I when I realized it was most amazing, like most other people, is when Charlotte Flair landed on her head. Yeah. And then you see a couple minutes later, she had that you know that rug burn on her nose, yeah. which means she landed directly on her fucking yeah. nose, man. And she just kept going. Right on her nose. She landed on her yeah. nose, like in an upside-down flying yeah. where she came down on her head. It was her nose. Like, you, you can't fake that. That hurts. You can't fake that. No, that does hurt. So I'm not a big Charlotte Flair fan, so, like, the match really didn't do much for me, but they did beat the fuck out of each other. You know, they were, like, because those two, they're, you know, big for, like, for women. They're they're big, and, you know, they you can see that they're more athletic than a lot of the others, but I I thought it was a damn good match. Do I think it was great, as everyone said? No, but I was, was I entertained? Fuck yeah, I was entertained. Yes, it was great. You know, Charlotte Flair has, <laughs> she's like, I was telling somebody here at the studio the other day, she is um she must have sold her soul <laughs> because what she got what she must have asked for was a nice body nice hair and good wrestling moves but what the devil did in return was gave her that face <laughs> <laughs> right she looks she looks, looks like a bar fly yeah like that's you know you go to a bar and you pick up one of these old one of these old skags sitting there that's, that's the face they have and it's unfortunate like i said she has beautiful hair her body looks amazing she's a great wrestler but that face it hurts. It does hurt. Um, the next match was not, it was a surprise match. <laughs> Miz and Snoop Dogg come out to the ring, which I got to say, I enjoyed Snoop Dogg most out of pretty much everything in WrestleMania. He's always one of my most favorite entertainers. But him and uh, the Miz came out, talked a little shit, and there was a surprise visit from nobody other than who, Mike? Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. And not only Pat McAfee came out to wrestle, Pat McAfee beat his ass. Oh, yeah. I like I that. Loved pun- it. I like that punt where he punted the Miz's head. Like he was like, he was punting <laughs> a football. Right. Then, uh, what, uh, George Kittle came in. George Kittle came in. <laughs> I, I, this was perfect. You know, the Miz, this is great. He was just supposed to be the host. And, you know, the, like I said, this match right here, it's a nice little palate cleanser from you. You had that great women's match. Then you, you don't want to follow it up, boom, right next into the main event because people are still going to be on the high from that one. So this was like a perfect little, let's have some silly little segment in here with The Miz and Pat McAfee. It, it was great. It was perfect. It, it needed, it was what it needed to be. It, you know, it didn't have to go out there and be some, you know, tear down the house thing. It was just a nice little goofy little segment that it, it worked perfectly. I loved it. I got to admit, I'm not into wrestling like I used to, <laughs> but what, what's, uh, What's Miz's deal? He's just like a goofball now. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't really seem like he's. Eh, he has like uh that talk show segment that he does. I I think, and he still wrestles a lot. And okay, yeah, it, you know, people like the Miz, so you got to find a way to get him on the show, and this is what you do. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I, yeah hey, you know, it's a variety act, man. You got to have. I, I, I just don't. Their little spot. He has like I said, spot. Nothing, I didn't find much there. entertaining about him. Yeah. I find it kind of like he was being a goofball, and everybody was. Um, doing everything they can to get his ass whooped, which I guess that's part of the show. So, and then the uh, the night finished off Saturday night finished off with Sami Zayn and uh, Owens against the Usos. 
which was a really good match too. Was that that was a banger of a match. And I don't know how they get that sound when <laughs> yeah. they kick somebody in the head. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, you know, realistically, if you kick somebody in the head that many times, you're like really fucking that person up. Yeah. And they, they do it so well. They must have yeah. kicked this guy in the head about 10,000 times in this match. <laughs> He's laying there all like, oh, oh. I mean, they're, they're, they're and again, great. Again, yeah. I, I'm not into it like I used to. So, I mean, a lot of these things I, I'm not real familiar with, yeah. but if they do it all the time, if this was just a thing, but at one point, um, Sami Zayn was on his knees and the Usos come up from either side of him and they both kicked him in the head, uh-huh. both sides. That was funny. They kept doing it, which was funny. Yeah. But ultimately, ultimately, the Usos lost that match. They lost out. God, when um, what Sami Zayn did his finisher three times in the corner on the one guy. Yeah. Yeah. He just, oh, it was, it was great. You know, they had everyone doing everyone's finishers on each other. They kept kicking out so many false finishes. You know, it just, the once they finally won, the, the roof on that stadium blew off. It was great. A lot of good stuff. And that was that was night one, everybody. So here we are going to take a little intermission here with WrestleMania Derpy. Why don't you read the words of our sponsors? <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> but now that was not the end of it, everybody. Night two came back. Night two was the night that most people were waiting for. They wanted to see Brock Lesnar. They wanted to see Roman Reigns. They wanted to see Cody Rhodes. And they got plenty of it because night oh, two was pretty awesome. Night the first two was match great. out of the gate. Brock Lesnar, almost the Nigerian giant. This guy is so freaking big. I can't believe it. I, I can't believe it. He was throwing Brock around like he was a rag doll. Now, is that his only style? I mean, like, is, it, is that the best you get from him? Because I understand he's, he's such a big guy. He doesn't yeah. have the mobility. I mean, is that about as good as he gets as far as his in-ring abilities? I, I don't know. I, I This is like the first time I've actually seen him wrestle. Because like you, I I watch WrestleMania and like the Raw after WrestleMania, and that's about it. And I follow yeah. along online, but you know what? For what it was for two big guys, I I thought it was entertaining. You you're not no one was going to be doing a lot of running and jumping. It it was fun just watching two big bastards beat the hell out of each other. It was fun. Nice way to start the night. He's a really big guy. Yeah, he's like a and, giant. And like Brock trying to lift him up and everything. I you know. I thought Brock did a great job, you know, because that whole match, Osmos was, you know, working on his back, hurt, trying to hurt his back so he wouldn't be able to lift him up. Brock sold everything perfectly. You know, he was sitting there straining himself to make his head all purple to make it look mm-hmm. like he was really, really fighting, fighting to pick him up and slam him three, four times. Uh, I thought it was a good match. It was, it was it good. Was fun. It was fun. It's, it's, a, a, it's not going to be a 20 minute classic with those two. I just imagine I, I didn't know what to think about the big guy yeah. because like, like I said, I, I, I'm not into it like that, but I do enjoy WrestleMania and I do keep up throughout, throughout the year. But he was very limited. Yeah. Very limited to what he yeah. could do because of his size, I think. But yeah. nonetheless, it's fun yeah. because he's a freak of nature. Yeah. He's, he's such a giant. How can you not enjoy that? Not many, you know, seven foot guys, 300 or 400 pounds are going to be running around. the right. So you got to work with it when there's limitations and it worked perfectly. You need someone to sell and Brock sold for him. Absolutely. Next is the biggest match of the year. Nobody can tell me different. I don't care what they say. And I don't even fucking know who won, to be honest with you. But Liz, Liv Morgan, Liv Morgan, everybody. Liv Morgan was in the next match. This is Ryan's favorite match of the night. A bunch of other chicks. I don't know who they were. Natalia, Rousey, DeVille, Baszler, Baszler, 
bunch of uh, apparently who, the, the girl who had like the was she had like green hair or orange hair she was flying all over the place like she looked like an oompa loompa i thought yeah, yeah she had orange hair i think it was and she was flying around she, she was fun green hair and like orange green skin yeah, like orange, she was, yeah she was crazy she was a you know, oompa loompas are derpy derpy don't know charlie in the chocolate what? factory you know who oompa the, loompas. The, the oompa loompas yeah. are okay yeah. oh, okay go back to your nap but uh, ultimately, the winner of this match was uh, Ronda Rousey and Baszler. They, you know, they they did it. They were the toughest ones. If you watch this yeah. match, there was there was you know the girls that fly, the girls that had yeah. the hair flying, the energy, everything like that. But at yeah. the end of the day, you kind of felt the Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I, I mean, come yeah, on. Hey, this was just you know get a match for you know everyone worked hard enough throughout the year. Let's reward them. Get them on WrestleMania. Right. It is what it is. It, you know, when you have eight people in a tag match, it's hard to make anything coherent it was fun for what it was there are some cool spots and the heels won in a heel fashion it was it was fun and we had Liv morgan so we you know everybody wins everybody yeah. wins in these kind of matches. you definitely won with Liv i morgan. definitely won you were suspiciously absent for the next 20 minutes that's all i'm gonna <laughs> say <laughs> this next match a lot of people went on and on about was uh mcintyre sheamus and gunther oh my god sheamus now you brought up d'lo brown the other day uh -huh. Sheamus is kind of like the D'Lo Brown of this generation for me. I, I don't know. He's always kind of a, a mid-card. There's nothing really too yeah. amazing that goes on. But everyone likes Sheamus. And, you know. He's I'm a thinking, good worker. Yeah. And, I, and, and, and I'm watching this match. And I'm thinking, you know what? Any of these guys would be cool to win. Ultimately, Gunther. Gunther, Gunther wins it. it the was, there, the was, there, was there a belt? Was there a belt on the line? Yeah. Uh, Intercontinent. Intercontinental, Intercontinental belt. Title. Yeah. And uh, Gunther retained that. and. My God, the the ch the chest slaps they were giving each other those yeah. chops. They were all bruised. At one point, I, I forget who was hitting who. It was between McIntyre and Sheamus, and they they were hitting. They got up to like oh like twenty eight times. Wow, dude was just pounding them. Everyone's counting, and dude finally dropped. Everyone thought they were going to go to thirty, and they stopped at like twenty eight. Yeah, just fell. It was great. It was just three big bashers beating the hell out of each other, and you know it was it was fun. Yeah, I was in the bathroom as you as you mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. and I heard this. I heard the count going on and oh, on. Yeah. I thought, "What the hell's going on?" Okay. Because Gunther Gunther does retain his Gunther Intercontinental Mon. Champion. <clears throat> yes. The next one, Mike, was your favorite of the night: Bianca mm -hmm. Blair versus Oscar. Now, this Bianca Blair—that's what I was going to say. Them them girls at the beginning where they were, oh. they all had their hair and they were yeah, living like this. All... I thought that was pretty cool. That was cool. And then, okay, I I saw this on um. That's on a lot TikTok, of hair. That girl it is a lot of hair. Whoa. But on TikTok, um, Triple H was doing a press conference after. After he was saying how the the one little girl at the end of the contortionist, like her mother little... just died like that morning or the day before, oh. and he said that like it was cool to have her, let her be there, let her be the one that danced with Bianca to to, to give her a day of fun. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. That's an added element that you didn't know about as it was going on. So that's yeah, that was cool, man. That's why that wrestling's fun. But woman's hair is so long and it, it's cool like she'll use it as a weapon every yeah. once in a while I, I like it um i think oscar was robbed throwing <laughs> it out there the empress of tomorrow was unfairly unjustly lost um you know she blew the mist and you know she missed um because the referee interfered with the match uh, mm -hmm. that's all i'm gonna mm -hmm. say the referee interfered with the match she supposedly you know, bumped into Bianca and I caused Bianca to turn around and go, Oh, I'm sorry, and miss the miss. There's some wacky stuff in there. That's all I'm saying. I just don't know how she does Hashtag all that rigged. stuff. I would be so concerned the whole time when you're rolling over or 
yeah. uh, anything that hair would get caught underneath mm-hmm. of you or under your foot or yeah. i'd be i'd be a wreck trying to it wrestle was, with that yeah it was it was a good match it wasn't as good as the uh the one the night before with between raya and rick flair but it was still a damn good match because both of the like bianca belair and oscar two of the best women wrestlers same thing with flair and and raya now that division is the strong. women's matches were pretty amazing they, were they, good. they really they were, were damn good which is one of the my, my favorite things to be honest with you when i watch wrestling i do i do i do look forward to the women fighting of course like it's progressed a long way from when we were watching when they went from the bra and panty matches to yeah now. Ooh, i like the bra and panty matches though <laughs> nothing wrong with you <laughs> they should throw they should at least throw one of them in there it's WrestleManias for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, then the next one was another surprise. Another surprise. Snoop Dogg and the Miz come out again. Mm-hmm. You didn't know what was going to happen. And, you know, this one really caught me by surprise. And, Mike, you you said um, that something happened after the match. But, uh, oh, it happened during the match. Here comes the money. Here comes the money. Of course, the big surprise was Shane O'Mac. Now, yes. Snoop Dogg, you know, he's getting him and um, him and the Miz were kind of jawing back and forth yeah. a little bit. And he and all of a sudden that music plays. Shane O'Mac comes out. He what he he tore his quad. Is that what you said? Yeah, he tore his quad when he uh, <sighs> did the leapfrog. He landed and his quad blew out. It apparently runs in the family because it happened to Vince the one time he come run into the ring and blew out both quads. The poor Shane O'Mac blew out both his quads. Um it was great, great work by everyone in the ring. You watch it. Like, you know, the ref, she calls in the medical. They're taking care of them. She's communicating to everyone. Miz says something to Snoop, and Snoop jumps right into action, starts yelling at Miz, like, why'd you do that to my boy? Punches him, does the people's elbow. They they able, you know, they turned a disaster into, a, like, a huge pop. Because people Just were crazy. When he the comes Snoop out, he's dancing. He's doing his dance across the ring, comes yeah. out. You know, you're expecting this guy to jump from one turnbuckle to the mm-hmm. other turnbuckle because that's what he's done yeah. in, in his past. You know what? Uh, despite, you know, even him getting hurt, whatever, still great. It, it added to this WrestleMania yeah. again. Uh, you know, good stuff, everybody. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, two matches left of the night. Edge and uh, Baylor. Is that was there? What's that? Finn, What's Finn, that? Finn, Finn Baylor, the demon. Uh, they was a hell in a cell match, which is great because right off the bat, they go for the weapons. They have chairs. They have. <laughs> Everything like this. Yes. Kembo sticks beat the shit out of each other. Um, I'm going to kind of speed it up here, Mike. We do have a bunch of things here still. Um, Edge does beat Finn Balor in this hell in a cell match. Edge. Yeah. Again, one of the, one of the greats. you watch WrestleMania, you're going to see the best doing the best. And that's what it was was last night. Busted Um, out some old school stuff too. Just the performances again, you know, we kind of know, we kind of know that it's, you know, not real and don't even come to me, come at us with that, with emails. We know real guys, but it's fun to watch. We get it. But you know, the performances they put forward edge was amazing. Uh, finally, the one that everybody was waiting for apparently was Cheers. the Roman Reigns Cheers. and Cody Rhodes. I'm going to let Mike tell you about this one because I didn't catch the very end of this and he caught the controversy of what's going on oh, with Cody yes. and the fans. This, I have no argument. I I fell asleep. I'm not that interested in either yes. one of these guys. However, I do appreciate the value of this match. Everybody seems to like it and enjoyed it. Go ahead, Mike. Why don't you tell everybody about this match? Oh, this is great. Uh, so, yeah, Cody Rhodes coming back to the company wrestled like what three matches before this everyone thought he was going to win because you know he's cody rhodes he's cody rhodes he's the one to upset roman reigns it's an end to the story he hasn't been really involved in the bloodline story at all i love it um roman wayne reigns retains by winning dirty um one of the 
when the guys from the bloodline comes in, um, not the Usos, not Jimmy and Jay, uh, Solo Ika, I think his name is. I always mispronounce his name. He come in, interferes, the ref kicked him out. He came back in and interfered again. Roman Reigns wins dirty, and everyone is losing their mind, saying, I am never watching wrestling again, because apparently they've never seen a heel win dirty. You, you, you think, you know, he now has held the title for over a thousand days. Oh my God, they're selling merchandise that he has held it for a thousand days. This is what wrestling is. It's about making money. And what story is going to make money? Roman Reigns winning dirty, making, you know, holding the title for a thousand days, one of the longest title reigns in history. Cody Rhodes, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't been there. He's been gone. He left the company, started a rival company. You think him coming back there automatically going to give him the title just because his dad is Dusty Rhodes? No, no. Like people who should have beat Roman Reigns could have been Sami Zayn, could be Seth Rollins, people who have been there holding it down, enhancing the story, enhancing the company. No, they're not going to give it to someone who left and came back just now. No, of course not. If you thought he was going to win, you are stupid. You are a stupid mark is what you are. I don't understand the business. This is about making money. Roman Reigns is making so much money right now. They're not going to have him lose. And there you have it, everybody. I, you know, and I don't get. It. I mean, I grew up and, and, and gold dust was a thing, and everybody talked about the, the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. I, I, you know, I understand that it's a wrestling family, but you know what? So is ninety percent of the wrestlers. They're all somebody's right? relation. Yeah, I don't. I don't get what the big Cody Rhodes deal I, I, is. I to me, to me, he's a mid Carter. Is what he is in the Attitude Era. He would be wrestling D'Lo Brown, and that's not a bad thing. He's a good, good enough worker. I just don't think he is what people think he is i just yeah. never saw it with them but What's you know what deal? he's i don't know i just don't see cody rhodes as a star he never did anything for me i just he just doesn't work for me so there you have it derpy just in case you missed wrestlemania 39 you are now entirely up to date and, i think we put uh, derpy to sleep um i think you did Hey, that's fine. Derpy. It took like 30 minutes. And the WWE, the big news over the weekend is the WWE and the UFC. It's all getting thrown together as a big, uh, what, what is this, Mike? Yeah, the, the I think the company that owns UFC overall is buying WWE. So there you uh, go. That's, we that's now a have rumor. That's a rumor going around. $21.4 we'll entertainment company combined. That's insane. That's a lot of money. They They can buy our show. Uh, you know what? Yes, they can. But here we go, guys. It is March Madness, and then there were two. Um, we, you know, we we all had our picks last week. Mm-hmm. Some people had Miami. Some people had uh, F Florida Atlantic. Some people had San Diego State. Some people had UConn. But here it is. It's down to this guy. So Derpy, wake up for a minute because we need your picks today. Tonight we have. In the national championship game, the San Diego State. Now, the San Diego State Aztecs, they beat FAU 72-71. to 71. Great game. It was a really great finish. And then the um, the UConn game went 72-59 to 59 over Miami. So tonight, tonight for the national championship, the last game, the last game, college basketball is going to be done. This time tomorrow, uh, we have San Diego State. The Aztecs take on the UConn Huskies. Here we go, guys. One last pick for college basketball for the season. I hope you thought long and hard over the weekend. Derpy, who's your pick? UConn. Ooh, you're on UConn. You're switching it up this week. Yep. All right, so Derpy, he's taking UConn. Mike, I... Reverse psychology, though. All right. Mike, who are you taking, man? Uh, 
Uh, Derby Storm by Thunder, but I am taking UConn as well. They have just been dominant. <laughs> you two have been like peanut butter and jelly lately, the way that you pick. I mean, I, I, one has not picked different from the other in quite some time. I'm finding it kind of uh, concerning, but you know what? That's all right. UConn for Mike, UConn for Derpy. Ryan cannot go with the same as everybody else, so I'm going to take San Diego State in this game. And we will uh, find out tonight. Tonight is the big one, guys. San Diego State, UConn, the best basketball game of the season, the championship, the final four finale tonight, everybody. Check it out. I am loving it. I am loving it. And because people are still pissed that no big names are in, no big schools I are love in. it. I love it. <laughs> you got <laughs> the Big East. <laughs> the Big East. Right? People you know, I mean, the like Big UConn, East. People acting like UConn was never dominant and never I a big sure program. Right. You know that never won championships. They were the players team. in the NBA. They were they were the sh- they were the, the gor- girls and the, the boys. Yeah, women and men. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are going to kind of go through what we have uh, remaining here through the duration of the show. The Pittsburgh Pirates, Derpy. I was wrong. You 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 keep tripping me up somehow. <laughs> the Pirates. I called it last on Friday. <laughs> the Pirates are going to win. They're going to win this series. I was confident they were going to beat the Reds. However, that did not happen. Richard Hill takes the hill on Saturday. The 40-whatever-he-is, 42-year-old pitcher that we got this offseason. What a great yeah. pickup that was. Starting pitching, there it is once again. The Pirates lose on Saturday 6-2 to two with uh, Rich Hill on the hill. And then they go into Sunday. They look, you know, It comes down to the rubber game. Let's get this one. We'll win the series, move on. No, they cannot do that either. They lose 1-3-1 to three to one on Sunday leaving them at one and two going into their second series of the season that starts tonight at 7-10 at Fenway Park, everybody, against the Boston Red Sox. And one side note that I do want to say to you, Derpy, you can keep your Austin Hedges up there. This guy stinks. This catcher, <laughs> you know what? If you go into the uh, uh, box scores of the weekend, he has zeros the whole way across. He didn't have one hit. He played all three games. This guy stinks. Probably better than your previous pitcher. uh, The pitching, starting pitching in Austin Hedges. Frustrating. But I will watch tonight. We do have the Red Sox. Hopefully we get back on track with the win against them guys over the weekend. Also, Mike, the other team from Pittsburgh, the Penguins, they drop out of the playoffs. They get back into the playoffs. Now if they win tomorrow night, they have the, the top wild card seed. This is what happened since we last saw you. The Penguins, of course, they had a trade on Friday. They got, uh, who is this, Themo Nickel, Mike, this defenseman from who, Anaheim? Yeah, it sounds like a minor league trade for a minor league trade. Judd Caulfield, uh, forward from the Penguins, goes out there. We get Themo Nickel, the defenseman. Um, but that was irrelevant to what was going on through the weekend. On Saturday, we played the Boston Bruins, the toughest team in the league. And they, they, they were the Penguins. And we pulled a Penguins, and we did. We lost 4-3, to 4-3 to three in that game. That dropped us out of a playoff spot. But luckily, the Flyers came to town the next day. You could always, always count on the Flyers, guys, who which we swept this season with the win yesterday. Thank we you, did. Poverty Franchise. Thank you. We swept the Philadelphia Flyers uh, for the season. We beat them 4-2. to two. Now we're back into a playoff spot. And with the uh, going up to play the Devils tomorrow, if we beat the Devils, we take over the top playoff, the top wild card spot. So right now it's going to come down to the very last game with these penguins, Mike. (laughs) It is. It is. It's going to be a tough, tough, tough stretch. Uh, Five games left. Just, just went out boys. It's not that hard. Just went out. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, you got five game starts with the Devils. I, the Devils been tough on us this year. I don't think we, we we won either of those games that I could think off the top of my head. I think we lost both of them. I don't remember playing them many more times than that. Uh, the other side note, Mike, from the weekend was Crystal Tang did get his, what is it, 1,000th game? 1,000, game 1,000 for Christopher Latang. I love it. I love it. He joins the elite, elite company, like what? Crosby, Malkin, they had a nice little tribute before the game. Everyone came out wearing the 58 jersey. They mocked his uh his pregame stretching routine and everything. They were all doing it uh-huh. in unison when he would do it. You know, he had a good laugh about it. Um, his kid announced all the uh the starting lineups for the game. It was kind of it was a cool moment, and they That's won. Cool. They won. Although Malkin tried to ruin it by taking like nine thousand <laughs> penalties and getting kicked out of the game. Uh-huh. Could sure, he could sure rack up some penalty minutes, can he? Why? He's the franchise leader, and he's still Man. racking them up. He, what, he had, like, four minors and a 10-minute misconduct? Yeah. They get, they get out of here. Classic Malkin. Classic Malkin. Um, in the XFL, guys, week seven. Week seven, there were some upsets, Mike. Some, <laughs> a, matter, a matter of fact, every single, yeah. every single game seemed to be an upset. Uh, we'll get to those games in a second. The weekend started off. We uh, on Friday we talked before we left. It was going to be the Seattle Sea Dragons against Arlington. Seattle wins that game, twenty-four to fifteen, moves them to five and two, and moves Arlington to three and four. The next game was the game of importance. If you're from Pittsburgh, it was the game coached by both former Pittsburgh Steelers. Rod Woodson coaches the Vipers from Vegas, of course, and then the San Antonio Brahmas coached by Heinz Ward. Mike. I don't know what happened to Heinz uh, Ward's team. Hey, they haven't played great all season, but they dropped when they dropped one to the Vegas Vipers, who was pretty much the, the worst team in the league until last week. They got two wins in the last three weeks. They beat the San Antonio Brahmas in Heinz wow. uh, Ward 26 to 12. Yes. Let's go. But you know what? About. That was not the, those were not the two worst teams in the league. And the thing that's scary about it, the worst team in the league played the best team in the league, Mike, and the D.C. defenders, they dropped the ball. Um, <laughs> the Orlando Guardians, who were 0-6, and six, they beat the 6-0 and o defenders 37-36. Down go defenders. Down go defenders. Boo, boo, boo. Uh, the beer snake failed this one. Was it at home? Was it at home for DC? It, I, I, I think so. Yeah, the power of the beer snake failed this one, uh, boys. boys yeah, so much for defending. You got, you got to drink up some more. Drink some more. We need the beer snake to be more powerful in the next home game. Beer snake is what's keeping everyone going. Keeping it, beer snake is keeping the country together. So you need to keep the DC defenders together. Drink more beer. And then the um, other. So much for defending. <laughs> And then the uh, Houston Roughnecks, who I who I like, has lost two in a row coming into this week. They play. It, this was a tough game between the uh, the St. Louis Battlehawks and the Houston Roughnecks. Uh, St. Louis come in at four and two. Houston comes in at four and two. St. Louis walks away with the win, twenty four to fifteen. That moves them up to five and two. Mike, now now after a four and zero start, the Houston Roughnecks are down. They dropped to four and three, putting the two. Second tier teams, you have six and one uh, DC defenders, and then you have the five and two Seattle Sea Dragons and the five and two St. Louis Battlehawks. That's really it's really tightening that top of the the league up. And then I guess you could put the Houston Roughnecks after that, and then it goes into all the teams that aren't really playing that well: Arlington, Vegas, San Antonio, and Orlando. 
But you know what? It was a good weekend. If you like the X, like the XFL, a lot of good football games. The first kickoff return for a touchdown happened this week in the XFL, what? which is exciting because they have that different style of kickoff. So it was neat to see that guy finally break through the wall of kickoff. I like kickoff it. Team, he takes it all the way to the house. So that is the first on record in the XFL under these new rules. And if you are into the XFL, it continues. No, this weekend, only Saturday and Sunday games, Thursdays, no Mondays. It's all over the weekend. This weekend, there's two games Saturday and then two games Sunday. Of course, we'll talk about them more as the week goes on. Let's go XFL. Uh, Derpy sent me a message the other day. It was a picture of the draft hats in the NFL. We're going to touch briefly on the NFL today. The uh, which which is crazy because it's usually the other way around. The NFL is usually the topic of interest on the show. My favorite thing, Mike, is these these uh, NFL draft hats, and I'm going to tell you why. I like, I like these hats. For the I do too. They're '90s. It's it's a '90s vibe. It's a '90s feel. I like that. Every once in a while, you see a hat that kind of has a different. You know, sometimes you get that retro, you know, '80s or '70s yeah. look. When we picked Pickett last year, it was the same thing. Which what what was what. It was a 90s feel. Was it really? I, I don't recall. I, I think I can remember. But these ones, they, they really have that 90s feel, mid-90s, like when the Steelers and the Cowboys were playing, right around that time to me. I dig it, everybody. I like it. Draft can't come soon enough for us. We are going to be talking about that a lot more now because we are in April, and we have the draft only a few weeks away. So uh, we look forward to that coming up soon. Um, Mike, we're the two-minute warning. Why don't you go tell everybody about the website? Oh, real quick. It looks like uh, that, that, that sale that Ryan was talking about for WWE, it looks like Vince McMahon is back as chairman. Oh, wow. <laughs> he was down, out, kicked out of the company for all of his uh, misconduct, and it now it looks like he'll be back in charge. Ah, you know? That's good. I, it's, hard, it's hard to keep a good man down, apparently. At least through this process. Even if they get through this <laughs> process and he, decide, he decides to then hang up. I, I think he's just been so involved his whole oh, life. He has God. to be involved in this it is, process. It's, it's wild, and I, I I love it. It's crazy. Uh, so, yes, 2 com. the number 2, D-U-M-Y-I-N-Z-R-S. Click on there, and you will have, we have links to Facebook, Spotify, Anchor, Facebook, Instagrams, Twitters, emails, merchandise store, everything at 2 com. Check it out, everybody. Go over to www.2dumbyinjures.com. A whole lot of cool stuff over there, as you just heard from Mike. We, and we are live every day through the week from uh, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. And the show that we do that day goes up on Spotify and podcast form at 8 o'clock in the evening. In case you can only listen to the show, it will be over there later on today. Mike Derpy, I got the women's basketball Final Four trivia today. You guys, Ooh, how, how, how confident do you feel about this, guys? Oh, uh, I'll put it at 60-40. Okay, 60-40. You ready, Derpy? Uh, give me the question. All right. You ready, Mike? <laughs> yes, I am All ready. All right, here we go. This is a women's Final Four trivia. Who, who was the first woman to win consecutive Final Four MVP honors. Ooh. I'm looking for the first woman to win consecutive Final Four MVP honors. Hmm. Wow, there's a lot of good ones to choose. There yeah. are a lot of good I'm ones. Go, I'm going to right be a the, Connecticut one, right? I'm thinking UConn, but oh man, let me go with uh, Cheryl Swoops. Cheryl Swoops. Good, good guess. Go. Okay. Is that your final answer, Mike? Yep. 
All right, I'm going to go ahead and lock you in on Cheryl Swoops. All right, Derpy, what do you think? Who was the first woman to win consecutive Final Four MVPs? I'm going to go Brianna Stewart. Brianna Stewart. Is that your final answer? Yeah. All right, so you're locked in. All right, one more time, guys. Uh, who was the first woman to win consecutive Final Four MVPs? Mike says Swoops. Derpy says Stewart. You guys. Oh, oh Diana Trozzi. So sorry. So sorry. You know what? This is a real thinker. It would have definitely taken a lot longer for you to consider all the time, the names, the people, the championships. But you guys, you guys both pick, you know, great picks. But the final answer, guys, the, the correct answer is Reggie Miller's older sister, Cheryl yeah. Miller. Yeah. Cheryl oh, Miller yeah. from USC. Way back. back in the 80s, 83 and 84 oh. was the first woman to win consecutive back-to-back MVP honors in the final four. Oh, Cheryl awesome. Miller, one of the greats, of course. I'm going to say this. I've never – I wasn't born during that era, but I know for a fact that if you put her in today's game, she would dominate. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know what? In and she brother, would trash talk in your face. <laughs> if there would be anybody that would be trash talking the other team out there or their fans, Mike, you see this – you've seen this one before, I'm sure. Um, Reggie Miller, the Knicks. That was a bunch of fun. But anyway, oh, guys, I love it. I do. I, I, you guys did great. Great job. Cheryl Miller was the answer to that. She was the first woman to win consecutive Final Four MVPs. Cheryl Miller, 83, 84 yes. at USC. Great job. Um, guys, great job. Uh, great weekend. Everybody, Mike, you have any kind of um, wise words to send us I, off into the I, day with? I don't have wise words, but I have been throwing twitter the past you know five ten minutes because it always happens at the end of the show something's gonna happen that we miss Uh, all i have is you know like i said you know vince mcmahon is back as chairman when asked if he's going to be involved in creative again his answer yes and no so yeah people who were mad that cody lost and are blaming hunter guess what Maybe maybe your boy Vince will take over who you're shitting on for the past four years and wanted Hunter to take over. But yes, be careful what you wish for, people. All right, Derpy, what's your word? Why words of wisdom to send us off into the day? Spring is here, and Penn State still has never had an established quarterback in the NFL. There you go. <laughs> there you have it, everybody. The two dumb kids. We appreciate each and every one of you. We hope that you continue to keep you checking us out. Ohio State. We love you. Have a great day. Carrie Collins, Derpy. baby. Carrie Collins, the, the two dumb Bowl. users. Quit See you tomorrow. Baby, Bye-bye. Derpy. Quit being a little baby, Derpy. Carrie effing Collins. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, 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 oh